Good morning, everybody. Happy Sunday. Good, uh, good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever it is you are. Uh, I'm Spencer Campbell. This is Coffee Break. Uh, so good to see all of you. Uh, it's been a while since we didn't have Coffee Week la or Coffee Week Coffee Break last week. You can tell I haven't started drinking my coffee yet. Uh, <laughs> I was in the process of moving, uh, which has been very stressful but very exciting. And now I'm finally starting to settle in. You can see I've got my books up on my shelf, which I'm very excited about. And I am here with just a wonderful person, uh, a good friend of mine. Ray is here to come chat with us. Ray, introduce yourself to the folks at home. Where can they find you? Throw all that promo stuff at the beginning because we're going to promo you a lot. <laughs> Hi, everybody. My name is Ray, Ray Najati. My pronouns are they, he. Uh, yeah, you can find me on temporalhiccup.itch.io where I have uh, a lot of games. I have about like 40 plus games on um but 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 i've i've been taking a break i've been working on some of the bigger ones uh some of my bigger games are Bullock Bayan, which is a supernatural cyberpunk game uh featuring filipino folklore which is a lot of fun and apocalypse keys uh which is about monsters holding back the apocalypse solving mysteries i almost called the game apocalypse kisses for a reason though uh yeah so uh yeah but there's there's a there's a bunch of stuff uh i do love working on games i love i love ttrpg so much so uh yeah i also want to uh because i'm also here partially as josh 2.0 you should check out vibe check uh, I did the layout for that game, and it's a very, 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 very good game. <laughs> Why, Joshua, you should check it out. <laughs> there you go. It's uh, So the last guest we had was Josh Hitty, and he is here with us in spirit because Ray yeah, absolutely crushed, crushed the layout for Vibe Check. It is such a good-looking book between the layout I and all I almost sacrificed art. my PC for 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 that layout so <laughs> i remember hearing that like you there's like a lot of layers going on there there's a lot a lot of stuff going on yeah in the chat i said it was originally 700 megabytes but i actually checked and it was 800 oh. megabytes for the first <laughs> pdf it's it's not 800 megabytes anymore it's it's much smaller it's much smaller so 800 the, 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 megabytes <laughs> You invented a video the... of you making it in the, the layout itself. <laughs> like, just so you know, here's how a tutorial on every page on how you made that page. Like, I wish, I wish. Oh my gosh! With, with the second PDF, I just named it. Please let this be smaller. That was the name of the PDF. <laughs> nice. That's amazing. I didn't realize. But yeah, that you had... Josh is also in the chat. Hi, Josh. Yeah. Hello. Hey, Josh, Dice Ghost is here. Happy to have folks uh, coming and hanging out. Um, damn, I didn't realize that you had like 40 games up on your itch page. Yeah. That is wild. They're, 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 a lot of them are tiny, tiny um, games. Like I have a couple of pamphlets games. And, and I joined a lot of Itch.io game jams in the first two years. Like mm. um, people almost had an intervention um, with how often I was joining <laughs> game jams. <laughs> There was a bit of like, Ray, we're a little worried about you. So another one, <laughs> another one, Ray. <laughs> really, really? You know, you don't have to join every single one, right? So, um, but it got to the point where there were too many game jams, and I couldn't join all of them. So that's what that's what got me to stop. <laughs> I know, like, um, MV like hosts that 
one site that lists all the like TTRPG game jams that are going on right now. And I every once in a while mm-hmm. I open it up just be like, maybe I'll look for inspiration here. And then I see all the jams that are happening and I just go, There's so many. How would I even begin to pick? And then there's like some that have been going on for so long. I'm like, this one's still going on? Like, I, <laughs> like, I thought I had sort of dodged the bullet and, and didn't submit anything to Random Adventure Jam, and it's still going on. And I'm like, ah, Ooh, shit, tempting you. do I have you to? Know, like, I still you can totally weeks. do it. Yeah, you got it. You got it. You could fit it in. I, I could. It yeah, sorry, I have will. my evil Sith voice. Right, I have yeah. my evil Sith Game Jam voice. This is... <laughs> This is generally the vibe I've gotten from you in our interactions is that you are you <laughs> you seep ideas into the mind, not even necessarily subtly, like I said. It's just like you no, should do no. this, you're gonna do this. <laughs> I have never been accused of being subtle, I will admit. I will admit. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, there are like like Dice Coast is saying, there's just so many. Oh, and Fauna saying game jams are the only way I make <laughs> make games, so I get that. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean that is one of the cool things about jams is it's hard to start like with a blank slate and be like, make a game, like a whole game without any prompting. What am I supposed to do? But like a jam puts you on a path. And that is super helpful. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't submitted to a jam in a while. Maybe I'll do that. I'll, I need to like, I was thinking yeah. about this last night. I was thinking about this last mm-hmm. night, right? I'm curious what you think, like as somebody who is just producing and producing and producing, like... <laughs> I was thinking about the games or the stuff that is like motivating to me and like I've hit hmm. I've hit like points where I feel like a sense of obligation to work on something because I've like talked about it a lot or I've like started mm. working on it so there's that like mm-hmm. that part of me that's like you should be working on this. So like for me for example it's the Nova faction turn. I'm enjoying mm. it. I like it. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. right now I've hit such a roadblock with it that like Every time I open up the document, I'm like, fuck, this is what I have to work on right now? Really? This? And, like, I I wonder, like, how do, do you ever get into, like, funks like that of where you're like, this is the thing I, quote, unquote, have to work on versus, like, the freedom of just, like, I'm just going to do whatever I want <laughs> right now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, like, I have some real deadlines. Like, with Apocalypse Keys, I just submitted the final draft and, like, um, so I understand, but like, I will admit this is not, I don't recommend everybody do this, but in a, in an average day, I switch between about three to five games and oh, I just damn. like, yeah. And then like, I really, I really listen to my brain where I'm like, okay, I'm working on factions for apocalypse keys right now. And you can feel that, that sludge when it stops flowing yeah. and it just turns into sludge. Right. And I'm like, oh, it's not, it's not working. How about I do I do layout uh, for vibe check, or how about I switch to once more into the void, and then like I just yeah. switch around between. And sometimes like it's really short. Sometimes I only work on like layout or whatever it is for just about 15, 30 minutes before I go back to something else. And sometimes it's like an hour, two hours for each one. So oh, that's, my my that's good. my problem is is I'm trying to keep it to just three to four hours of work a day. I usually mm. do about uh six to twelve which is not great <laughs> like, oh my God. i'm trying to keep it to three to four i'm trying to keep it to three to four <laughs> i mean i do truly love that idea of like and i've i've thought about doing that myself and then there's just for some reason i don't let myself do it where it's like no i 
I said I was going to work on this, and I'm going to work on this until it's done, damn it. And then, exactly like you said, like, the sludge comes on, and I'm like, I'll fight through the sludge. You never want to fight through the sludge. Yeah. No, no, no good comes from the sludge. It's so true. It's true. I, I do like that idea, like, of just, like, you know what? Fifth, let me just palette cleanse. 15 minutes, mess around with something in Infinity. Or 15 minutes, let me just write an NPC for this thing. And then just... Yeah. That's good. I like that. Maybe I'm gonna. Mm -hmm. Maybe I will. I will borrow that technique from you because that sounds yeah, very nice. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like switching between layout and writing really helps mm. too because you go to different parts of your brain, right? So like, the switch is really, or like even just NPC versus mechanical writing. So because yeah. like with Apocalypse Keys, I got to the point where I was dying because I was doing that chapter about like how does a pbta move work oh. and like i was like i was like oh I just oh i feel my soul leaving my body i don't wanna i don't wanna write this so yeah. yeah i was i was switching around this is the necessary work and then this is just the little bit fun work so yeah 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 for sure yeah <laughs> i uh i i've made it a goal for myself throughout february uh because i'm itch funding cold iron is every every yeah. day ideally Looks in the morning cool. oh thank you Ideally in the morning, although it won't always be the morning because I have to go to work early. Uh, but at some point every day, I want to just design like a small element of the town because it's a setting mm -hmm. and then a campaign framework. So like just make an interesting NPC and like all the stuff that I write for, it doesn't necessarily have to go into the book, but like just write something about a person who lives in town. And now I have that, write a location. And then at the end of the month, I've got a bunch of stuff that I could use to throw in there. And it is... I'm hoping it's going to, first of all, make it so I don't feel like I'm writing the whole thing at once. And then second of right, all, right. like, it, it, I could use it as the palate cleanser because it's kind of like um, like Chris Bizette, who I find very inspiring as a designer. They do like a, a morning writing ritual. Chris has written about their writing rituals and everything like that. And so I was like, oh, I should do something like that. And then I like immediately gave up on it because I'm horrible at starting. <laughs> habits but i think this one no I, starting a habit is hard it's yeah. so hard so i figured if i just if it's for this cold iron thing that i'm already super jazzed about i think i can do that as my morning writing ritual and be like super into it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah yeah I, I feel like you know if it helps sometimes when i'm really struggling i try to give myself like just a few seconds imagining how good it'll feel reading the final mm -hmm. game or like, and in your case, right? Because you print a lot of your games, like just like imagining it printed and in your Holding hands, it in like, my just hands. To, just to give you that little bit of a carrot, right? So, <laughs> I mean, that was what I'm not a layout person. Uh, I'm learning how to do layout, but I by, by no means consider myself a very good layout person. But when I did the layout, when I was working on layout for Drifters, I was thinking like, mm, I want, mm -hmm. I know I'm going to eventually print this thing. So, because mm -hmm. I'm a, exactly like I'm a sucker for print. I I, I like holding <laughs> it in my hands uh and so like i was like i just want to work on this enough so that it looks good that when i hold it in my hands i'm going to be happy with what i've got yeah like, printed in my hands that uh, is so cool and so i i did like chip away it was like my it was my nightly uh wind down so like i'd be working during the day on stuff and then at like night i'd be like oh let me just move things around in an affinity for 30 minutes and then that just slowly <laughs> got the process done yeah perfect perfect yeah, it worked. It worked. I'm happy with it. Um, 
Oh, that you've <laughs> you've shattered that by sending me something. Oh very... no, 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 no! I don't, I don't mean like <laughs> shattered by. I mean, you sent me something very cool that maybe we'll be able to show soon. Oh yeah, um, sure, sure, yeah, yeah. Um, I was thinking before this as I was making my coffee. I was like, so when did I like meet you, or when did we meet each other? I think like we met, met probably during the vibe checks play test. Like that's the like. Meeting right, right. In terms yeah, of like yeah. any kind of like yeah, video. Yeah. I remember being in that in that video being like, oh my gosh, I'm with the person who took on the Warframe gamers. I'm a little <laughs> like intimidated right now. <laughs> like... You see the dead eyes, my dead eyes, like that <laughs> guy's seen some shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was technically when we met. Uh I was yeah, it was super fun playtesting vibe check. That was that was really, really cool. Uh, yeah, and I first, I remember first seeing, I, I have to admit, I think, I mean, my memory is like kind of holy, uh, like full of lots of cheese holes, but I think it was, I first came across your stuff when the gamers came after you. Oh, yeah. I think that was it. <laughs> and then the Josh was talking about how cool your Destiny <laughs> game was. No, 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 no. I remember it was a season pass. That's when I first... Oh. Yeah, I remember, I can't remember the timeline super well, but I remember like going like, someone's doing a season pass. That is like super, super interesting. So... I keep telling myself I'm done with light and then like last night, but I was like, oh, but what if I did this? And now it's like in my I head. I saw that tweet. I can't yeah, escape. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, I just yeah. Need, some I just yeah. need Bungie to be like, you have our blessing to just go wild with this and we promise we will never be angry at you. And if they do that, then I will truly just be like, my whole life is now making light. Uh, but there's always that fear of like, if I go too far, if I try and make this too cool and beyond our little bubble of indie RPG people, the gamers mm. will find me again. And I do not want yeah. to be found. I don't know. Like I, well, gamers are like, uh, and I say this as someone who loves to play video games, right. but there's a capital G gamers, right? right. Like there's just a, a set of them that are like way back when people were like complaining about the Mass Effect 3 ending, I was already mm. like, I, I, yeah it's ridiculous um but basically i yeah i haven't quite taken on a video game yet but even like when i took on um because i do like drawing inspiration from a lot of things so apocalypse keys was really inspired by hellboy yeah and once we're into the void was inspired by mass effect and picard um yeah so one of my favorite things is like that translation from the inspiration yeah into what this game is into what i want it to be but also making space for whatever the players <laughs> want it to be so that nebulous venn diagram yeah that i'm trying to aim for so i did this recently um i'm working on a, i'm working on a lumen game you might have heard of the lumen system <laughs> i've heard of it it seems okay i mean i mean i managed to get it up on the shelf so i guess it's all right i guess like yeah 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 it's super cool it's super cool and so um, I started working on a game that was really inspired by Evolve, the video game. I really, yeah, it's yeah. such a good game. It's such a good game. Like, um, what do they call it? But but basically, one player plays as the monster, this huge colossal monster, and then everyone else plays like these planet tamers, these hunters. Right. So I've been working on it because I wanted to try working on a tactical game. Uh, because I get a lot of weird comments. I get a lot of like, oh, Ray, you know, you're, you're a story gamer and story designer. So I'm sure you don't like, you don't you know, get tactics or you don't like. Yeah. Them. 
Yeah, they're like, I'm sure you haven't played D&D. And I'm like, excuse me, I played D&D 4th edition for like <laughs> several years. Um, and I started with Star Wars Saga Edition. So it's really, it's really bizarre, like this divide that people place between story games and tactical games and combat and stuff yeah. like that. So uh, I really just wanted to try my hand at it. And, and so it feels very 4th edition-y, really. It feels very D&D 4th edition. They're very clear roles um yeah it was but as i was working in the game it was really interesting how i was like describing the planet tamers describing how they've come to like eradicate the monsters for the sake of the conquerors but as i was writing it it became more and more post-colonial mm. angry because i'm from the philippines <laughs> right. um i have very strong post-colonial feelings <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and i was like where is this coming from and the game started to get more and more intense and and dark and uh, really gritty. And so it's been really fun. We got to play test it uh, for a few sessions. I dragged Josh into it because Josh is like, I, I have dragged Josh into almost every single, um, because he's so priceless as a play tester. He's so good as a play tester. So right? I just, he's so good. So I just like, I just, there's like a permanent spot for Josh if I, if I can, if I can manage it. Um, but yeah, but it's been, it's been super fun. It's been really exciting. And, and it was that same space where I'm trying to pull on Evolve and what I love mm. about it, but there, there are my post-colonial feelings, yeah. but at the same time, I want the game to be open to the tactical fun that people want to have, like taking on a monster. So it's been really good. It's been super, super good. I'm super curious, like how, how, I can't wait to see how this works because, you know, it, I I only played a little bit of Evolved. I was I it it didn't explode the way that I think the game probably should have, and it's also one of those yeah. games that like once there's no audience, like the game That's will it. die because yeah you, yeah you it, the it. the AI and the bots aren't enough yeah yeah right so like um. I'm really curious how it will translate or, or what you'll be doing with translating it to Lumen, just because like. You've got like the 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 monster, right? Like that's the thing that everybody's fighting, and then everybody else is. I'm assuming that's like run by the GM, uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then everybody else are the the hunters of sorts. Um, I'm trying to think of other Lumen games that have done that, where it's mostly just like the one baddie sort of thing. Yeah, and that's been the struggle. Like I really, because like in a lot of tactical games, like D and D four, you had the same problem where they had solo monsters but it would be difficult like you would still need to put in minions and things mm. like that you'd have to be as a gm you'd have to be smart about what the zones look like what the landscape look like so that's been i've been working on that and the way that i built the monsters. so in evolve they introduce different monsters so my i'm gonna do a season pass situation yes. where i want to introduce different monsters each time so we're starting with like a juggernaut like kind of like you know godzilla situation um and basically i'm trying to design the monster to be able to like run itself because mm. like the gm has both the monster to run and the colony ship that that the hunters are trying to save and the fucked up colony ship the stuff that's going on there gotcha. and so it is so funny because like, I was like, I'm going to make, you know, they, they roll a D6 to see what pops up at every round mm. to assist a monster. And so I put in like they, I, the GM has to roll a 12 to get the void Titan to show up. And I remember rolling going like, ah, we'll see. It's hard to get a 12. I got the void Titan on the first round. 
and I got a Void Titan on almost every first round on every phase we were fighting. Oh my god. <laughs> Some magic dice you have there. <laughs> no, and it's kind of why I don't like that's that's why I gravitate to PPTA and stuff because mm. like as a GM I roll really mercilessly. Like when I was running DD, I had to fudge my rolls. I had to like have a screen and be like dang you know they missed i right. guess nothing happens and they're they're like six crits behind the gm screen like oh well <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess you guys pummel them you know yeah. like yeah yeah basically so but yeah i tend to roll too well as a gm i don't have that as a player i want to point that out it right. doesn't doesn't happen as a player <laughs> <laughs> it's um yeah i because the the one other lumen game that jumps to my mind is one that does the single boss really well is monster guts um that danielle made um it's a monster hunter lumen game mm -hmm. so it right. is like the idea right. of like one and it goes through like phases and stuff like that very much like in a monster hunter game where the monster like once you do a certain amount of damage it goes to the next phase and sort of like new mm -hmm. things happen um mm -hmm. so it's totally do i'm really 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 excited uh about this and i think uh yeah. you will have more people playing your game than evolve that's gonna be my prediction that there will be a bigger player <laughs> we'll, see. we'll see we'll see <laughs> that's so sad but we'll see we'll see yeah and i'm just looking at the chat and like um i do want to give a shout out to the land shark monster that kept popping up in our games i was so happy every time that 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 shark came out like it was a dark sun nod i love that ridiculous like land shark that would oh, show yeah. up um but also <laughs> yeah it was great i got to be like rah, rah, rah. i had to resist the earth every time i'm a monster to be like yeah the sharks go nah, nah. um but yeah and uncle saying how do you avoid the thing with the players just surrounding the monster to all mm. four sides and kick it to death yeah that was like super difficult i had to I had to make the monster super mobile and keep mm. moving and keep throwing things around and also making it difficult for the players to move, but I couldn't make it too hard so that the players feel bad, right? right? So that that's that's the current thing that's happening. Uh, Sam Zimmerman is gonna help me out with with some consultation, which I'm excited about. The game works really well, but like I just need to fine tune some of the some of the abilities um and and how it feels but uh but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i could talk about the game forever because there's so much tactical stuff but like it's super super fun <laughs> i mean i'm 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 super down i'm super excited for for this um dang i i, I mean you uh, spoiler alert to people at home i did know that ray was working on a lumen game before <laughs> <laughs> before this stream <laughs> and i do remember when you sent me like the pitch when you were talking about it i was just like well this is awesome but then you sent me your like the the doc that you had been working on i was like oh this is like because i truly it was just like okay yeah it's gonna be kind of like monster hunter sort of thing and then i saw everything that you had like sort of brought to the game that evolved it <laughs> good, uh, good one, good very one. Very good. Uh, the, the coffee is kicking in. Uh, that nice, like nice. this game is gonna be very, very cool, very, very good. I'm, I'm so excited for it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And and it also has. I already got some initial art from JM Butler, and they're just amazing. Jand it's so incredible. it's so cool working with an artist. Yeah, Jand is like 
really, really, really good work. And so it's been, it's been super, super fun. Um, well, yeah, I remember they, they I... were like, they were teasing that art a long mm-hmm. time ago and be like this is for a thing and i'm like what is this thing what what is, what is this very cool art for and then you were like oh i've i've hired jn to make stuff i'm like is this what the art was for yeah only the only reason jan didn't say the name because I'm, I'm super fine with people talking about whatever i'm working on it's just that i don't know if i'm going to call the game evolution yeah because it's hard to, and I know you just released an awesome game that has a one-word title, but uh, and you tend to do that Slayers Drifters. Now that I think about it, uh-huh. but <laughs> horrible uh, like, right? <laughs> That's the problem, right? <laughs> like I'm already fighting against the itchio dis- discoverability problem, right. so I'm like, if I call it Evolution, it's not gonna. I don't know what to call it. Naming games is so so difficult. So yeah, real struggle. I tr- truly most of my games looking up thinking about them are single words that are not very uh unique at all <laughs> like dust light <laughs> like well how are you supposed to find this especially it's if you search dramatic. like light cool. rpg you're gonna get a bunch of people talking about like rules light rpgs and you're like no that's yeah. not what i mean i yeah. mean my game which is a rules light what? rpg called light um <laughs> I didn't. I don't no, but plan ahead. I figured all. out your trick. I figured out your trick, Spencer. Your trick is to win awards, ah. right? So that a lot of people are talking about it, and then it's easier to find slayers and stuff, right? Yes, that's <laughs> always been my my long term scheme and strategy is to win the awards. <laughs> you figured me out. It's right, you right. Simply as Adam says, you simply win an award, and it is done. Right, right, right. And then step two, win an award. Step three, profit, right? So I guess, I guess that's how it works. Now I just have to do that every single year so I can keep yeah, up. Yeah, no pressure. Speed, right? No pressure. That's the, that's the problem is now I'm, I've, I'm going to be disappointed in myself in the future at some point. I have no. to like come to accept the fact that like, eh, you're not going to always be amazing. Um, no, no, I find that hard to believe. I think you're just at the beginning, Spencer. So gasp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's just gonna get cooler. Which is another thing I love about Itchio and the game designers is I love seeing all of us just keep working mm. on our games and coming back to them and iterating them. Like Josh's Extra Causal, which is another good game. Yeah, you should check out. Right. Um, yeah, it's just really fun seeing people go back and keep growing as designers like yeah for sure for sure it's it's a lot of fun well it's just like a lot of us all started doing this around one to two years ago uh or i noticed there's like a a large cohort of us that all started around Mm -hmm. the the pandemic Uh times we're like well i Mm -hmm. guess i'm gonna start Mm -hmm. doing this now um so i feel like there is sort of like a a a like a class of us that have have like got like started in the rpg design school together and like we've seen each other evolve in a bit in a way to, uh over the last two years or so which is very mm-hmm. very cool like mm-hmm. like I've, i feel like most of the people i hang out with and talk to are people who are like yeah i just kind of started doing this like a year or two ago and i just fell in love with it i'm like that's what happened yeah. to me too now that right <laughs> so um, much fun and i think i think like it's amazing 
that so many people have been able to be so creative right during the panini of all things so <laughs> yeah i mean yeah 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 most of us are just trying to survive but the fact that we can thrive in this little space right, right is really cool really cool there's a, there's a, a place to find like a, a cool glimmer of excitement and, and hope in in it all and it's online to the internet we go <laughs> That's where we'll find our hope. <laughs> um, true, true, true. Oh, cool. Thank you, Josh, for, for throwing Jan's uh, link in there. That is awesome uh, to help out because, yeah, amazing art. Truly incredible stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah, Riley, you're an ancient person. You've been doing this for three years. Ancient. You're ancient, a... <laughs> ancient. You're one of the I started, vets. yeah, I started with the sad mecha jam. That was my mm. start. So, so there was a whole bunch of us of the sad mecha jam, but I think Riley started before that. So, like, yeah. So there are these waves mm -hmm. of 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 us Ichio designers, which is super super fun. But right. Yeah. I think <laughs> I like I also quote unquote met, and met is not like the right word, but like started to find people because my first game was a Zine Quest game, like Zine Quest Ooh. Two. So like the, la the last Zine Quest was Zine Quest Three, right? I didn't do that, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm, but I did mm -hmm. the Zine Quest before that. That was my first game that came out, mm -hmm. and so like I was learning about a bunch of indie RPG wow. designers. I was just looking through Zine Quest, and I was like, "What are mm -hmm. other people doing? And like, why do their pages look so good <laughs> compared <laughs> to mine?" <laughs> uh, and that was how I started learning about people like i had been sitting on this game for forever and i was like well i'll never make it happen and then i learned about zine quest i was like i'm gonna just yeah. finally do the damn thing just go for it yeah um so i feel like a lot of people that i again like quote unquote met were because of not again i wasn't interacting with them in any way but i was like looking through the window being like wow your stuff is so cool i, <laughs> I, I want to learn from you <laughs> i'm the sicko i think that's what it what it's like right mm. yeah it's just like, like wow your games are so cool like, I love your games. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, starting with Zine Quest is brave. Yeah, I think brave were just, it like, is. foolhardy. Because I was just like, I don't I don't know what's going on. I don't know how any of this works. So we'll find out, right. I suppose. Yeah. I was, so cool, so cool. I, I will say that at least with Zine Quest, I didn't do it alone. I had my good friend mm. Mike, who did, like, the mm -hmm. art and layout for Dust. And he's doing it for the Almanac. Uh, he did nice. the, the layout for score so i knew like oh okay i'm working with somebody that i know i'm not doing this by my because if i tried to do it by myself it would have been a disaster uh so it was a it was helpful to have somebody there as part of the learning experience mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. very cool oh yeah i just saw anko in the chat mm. um working as an editor for paizo's srd yeah mm. and doing your own adventures it'd be so cool if you did your own game too though that would be yeah, really, really awesome. I love making, making all these, these games. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I think like, like someone once asked me like, why do you play test so much? And I'm like, well, number one, I like play testing, and number two, I made this game so I could play it. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've I've learned I what I've discovered now is like besides playtesting I want to do a recorded like actual play stream of all my games because then I can at least guarantee yeah. I will play the game. Because yeah. I so rarely get to play in general 
let alone play mm. my stuff. So, like, that's why we played Drifters yesterday. It's like, I haven't actually had a chance to play this with people. I would like to do that yeah. now. Uh, and I will use the excuse of marketing as the reason to get my friends together and play it with me. Um, and you get to put the video on your itch page. Yeah, it's yeah. super cool. It's super cool. Um, yeah, yeah. It's interesting, the idea of, like, uh, motivation to start your own actual game and stuff like that. I feel like there's been a, a couple of different conversations or people talking about, like, getting started. Like, I feel like I've seen that as a mm. thing that people have been talking about recently. Like, Bats mm -hmm. put uh, mm -hmm. the video up the other day about, like, five ways to make money in TTRPGs. I don't know if you saw Bats's video. Ooh, ooh, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been meaning to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Wizards in the Waste book and everything. And mm -hmm. I think it was super helpful. Uh, and every and what I love about that is that everybody everybody's comments are about how good the sweater looks. Bats has, like, the coolest-looking sweater in the world. And they're like, how oh. dare you post this video? Now I really need to watch it. And now tell, <laughs> now tell us where we can get that sweater. Because I'm going to make money off of TTRPGs. You've just taught me how to do that. I'm going to use said money to buy that sweater. <laughs> excellent, excellent. But, like, Bats did a video. And I know um, Sam uh, Sam Lay, who's been doing, like, the um, TikTok. Mm. Like, the, has, yeah. has become, like, the indie TTRPG TikTok person uh did a nice, thing nice. on like getting started on it so it is cool seeing like mm -hmm. a refreshing conversation about getting started because i don't know it's different for everybody like different how you get into yeah the there's process. so many avenues so many ways to get started um and i i feel like just the more people we have making games the better it's going to be for yeah. for the games in general right like yeah. just seeing all these different voices uh, because I mean, as much as I, I obviously still love mainstream games. I still play a lot of them, but there tends to be like a kind of same voicey quality mm -hmm. about them compared to the indie scene. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you can open up itch, go to the physical games and you're going to see one thing wildly different than the thing right next to it on those charts. So you just keep going down the line. You're like, Oh, you can do this. You can do this. You can do this. Uh, and right? it's super, super right. cool. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, Aaron mentions the idea of like having itch as a easy to set up platform to host games, game jams, and things like that has been really big in terms of super finding helpful. other people and stuff like that mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. It's super, it's super, super cool. So, um, you're working on evolution name pending. That's that's name one pending. thing name that pending. you've got going on. <laughs> um, layout which uh for vibe check which you did also recently came out um mm -hmm. what else are you cooking up right now because you say you're doing like five to <laughs> 12 things every single day is there can yeah. we can we yeah. get a, a peek at some of it or not like sure. a literal peek, but... yeah yeah so i mentioned apocalypse keys which is mm -hmm. my powered by the apocalypse game uh of monsters working for the division holding back the apocalypse solving mysteries so that's in final draft form. It's I've been working in Apocalypse Keys like almost constantly for two years. So this is going to be the longest break as an editor spends at least the next two months going over it. So wow. uh, that's, How long did that's really cool. Being? I think you, I remember you mentioning uh, it. Yeah, I can't remember. It's a, I, I hit around 116,000 words Damn, or something. That's a lot of words. <laughs> it's many yeah, words on yeah, the page. I, 
it's, when it gets printed, it's going to be like a weapon that you can use that book or, or doorstop, doorstop or weapon, whatever you'd like to use it for. You so, never know. I mean, um, you, you, you can quickly change from one to the other. Right, right. So, um, so, uh, so Fahu's keys ended up being super, super chonky. Uh, it's, it's, it's the biggest game I've ever worked on. Like when I think about my first game being this like four pager, and then now we hear it like it was like it almost had 350 pages on the Google Doc was dying. The Google Doc was like, please stop searching. What are you doing? Please stop doing Control <laughs> F. I will not cooperate with you. <laughs> um so there's that i've also been working on once more into the void which mm. is this uh firebrands game so i got to uh I'm, I'm i'm applying some of the really cool feedback that we got from avery alder on it so that's really so wild to me that i get to say like, yeah i worked on a game that's avery super I don't know. cool <laughs> still remember like playing dream askew for the first time in monster hearts like i just i cannot get over this idea of me playing ttrpgs and i never thought i would make one mm. right and and it's just it's it's so still getting used to it um aside from that i'm working on a couple of brinkwood games because there's mm. i have this unfortunate habit where if I love a game so much, I will make a fan game for it. And I made two for Brinkwood. That's how much I love Brinkwood. So I got it up on the shelf. Uh, I'm dying to play it. I'm dying to play so it. It's so good. It, it's I, so good. I like read it in like two like one day, two sitting sort of things. I like read it. I was like, I should oh eat food. Gosh. And then I read it some more. I was like, it was so Yeah, good. it's one of my top five games. Like, and I've had some of the best campaigns with Brinkwood. It's so, so good. So I made a Brinkwood Refuge game, which focuses on life in the refuge. So it's a belonging outside belonging game. It's meant to be much slower and simpler and sweeter, but it's also like a little sad, uh, maybe. So, and then I also worked on Brinkwood Despair. I'm actually working on it with Josh. So that's really, that's super cool. Nice. Um, and so Brinkwood Despair is based on Trophy Dark, and it's the exact opposite mm. of Brinkwood Refuge. It's basically the prequel about the phase losing the forest of the vampires and and you know it's so i just i briefly have to say what's so interesting about that is i basically took the mechanics from trophy dark i didn't change i changed the smallest thing yeah. like everything else mechanically is intact i just made it slightly easier to get corruption or what is ruin in right. the original game and that's it and but people responded to the mechanics completely differently. So in Trophy Dark, there's this, they know that they're playing to lose and they know they're playing horrible treasure hunters right. going into force that they shouldn't. But there's still a lot of like, no, I won't use a ritual. No, it's okay. No, I'm still gonna mm. try my best. But in Brinkwood Despair, they're playing as fey guardians that are just trying to buy time mm. before the forest falls and the magic is destroyed and the vampires take over. So they're just trying to do what they can to preserve the treasures and help people escape. And so there's more of a tendency for the players to be like making grandstands like, I will use this ritual. I will use this magic. Doesn't matter how corrupt I become. This is for the greater good. Whoa. Right. And so it becomes way more tragic because they're really like, like facing the horror and the despair head on. And because there's a sense of I like- mean, It's in the name right there, despair. I yeah. think you're queuing people in like, all right, get yourself right? set. But I remember just being so shocked. I was like, I didn't change anything about the mechanics. And like, just from the premise, people are like responding to it so, so, so differently. And so since then, 
when I play test games, I really don't look at just play testing the mechanics because I know people will respond to it differently depending on mm. so many of the of the setting factors, right? And the premise factors. So instead I try to play test the whole thing from like beginning to end instead. I'm so the opposite with how I play test. I do what's called the danger room, which is I go in and I I simulate absurd situations to see if, if the game can hold up with it, and then I move on to another small danger room. Uh, which is still super valid, though, but I, think it's I, I was just I so blown away by like that fire. fire. Yeah. That is so cool. That sounds that sounds really cool. I, I have always enjoyed playing Trophy Dark. I've, I've only played it a yeah, couple times. Yeah, it's so great. But like, each time I've played it has been very Super cool. Fun, yeah. It's a great like one shot sort of thing. So like mm -hmm, playing mm -hmm. it in the the realm of Brinkwood with the setting of like the Fae holding back the vampires is like best they can. Mm -hmm. Give it to me. I, so I want to play that. So yeah, bad. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So so Josh and I are working on that. I'm so excited. It's been. It's been super fun. There's already a version of it that's available uh, up on itch, but it'll go to the backers first. Refuge is pretty much done. We're just in the editing phase. Uh, yeah. And then aside from that, let's see. Our haunt was done. And I'm also working on, like, I have this really scary uh, Milo note that just has everything. Oh, I'm also working with Void Walkers. You and I love the word void. God, it's so. just it immediately. I've. <laughs> a thousand times more likely to engage with by play anything that has the word void in it <laughs> right right so that's been super fun void walkers is my love letter to like star wars and firefly and all those things but i actually made the game a bit too epic like in play tests the players were just like a hundred times more awesome than i thought mm -hmm. they would be so i have to i have to recalibrate how i talk about the game which is a really <laughs> fun problem to have Sure. Uh, I've also been working on Bullock Bayan, so um, I really want to update because I've been moving towards a 2.0 beta, and I'd really like to share it online. Uh, I also have, ooh, I also have Never Break the Chain. I listen to way too much um, Fleetwood Mac when I, I have like, when I really need to work on a game and things are not flowing, I put on this specific album from Fleetwood Mac. Really? Um, oh my gosh, my brain is fritzing. Uh, what is it called? I'm going to, it's not even like, it's like from the from the 80s, that particular one. I will not gosh, be able to help it's... you at all with this. I don't, Adam Bell is saying rumors? <laughs> no, not even, it's Tango in the Night. I'm so embarrassed to say this on stream, <laughs> but. <laughs> Uh, but Tango in the Night, I listen to the that album obsessively. So I have, I have like designed scary horror games and really intense drama games to like Seven Wonders mm. and Everywhere and Little Lies. Little Lies is good though. So you know, but yeah, I, I play that on repeat. I can't listen to music with any kind of lyrics when I design. Like I can't, I can't do it. Gosh. It doesn't distract you. It doesn't. Okay, so this is what I look like. I'm like typing furiously, and then lately I've been listening to a lot of Auto Heart and uh, Bleachers, right? So I'm just like typing, and then I'll just start screaming the lyrics, like for a okay. minute, and then I go back to typing. Yeah, all so right. I just go into this. I just go into. So the thing is, what happens is because I listen to this music all the time. The moment the music starts, my brain goes into we are entering design mode. Ah. Like it just. 
you're acting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so during my vacation, I couldn't listen to the music because I'd listen to music and my brain would go, we are starting to dis... No, 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 we're on vacation. <laughs> it's just so... immediately flashing back to you in front of the computer like, no, no, I'm not there. <laughs> no, it happened today. I was listening to Auto Heart and then I just started designing alternative covers for drifters without realizing what I was doing. And my partner was like, hey, you're working. I was like... Oh, no, I was just listening to music. I swear I, I'm not. I, I, don't, I was possessed by the, the god of design. I don't know what is going on. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're like a sleeper agent who's like the word has been activated. You're just like, I have to go now. Yeah, sometimes the worst thing that happens is I go to sleep and I wake up and I find myself in mid thought mm. of a design thing. Like I realized I was designing in my head. Wow. Um, in your sleep. And I, yeah, and I, I yeah. just... I, and I and I find myself with my phone typing in what I was thinking, and I was like, "What? What's going on?" Yeah, <laughs> I definitely have my phone ready to write things down because they always happen right before I fall asleep. I'm in that like yeah, it's terrible semi lucid state, and then like I like sit up and I write something down. And my partner now knows what is happening, and she's like, "You got an idea?" I'm like, "Yeah, I got an idea." <laughs> <laughs> write it down and then I go back to sleep because I used to like not write it down I used to convince myself that I, oh, I'll remember this in the morning what a fool I was what a fool I was yeah never it never happens it. it never happens yeah yeah it's just it's so sad it's so I've heard um Daniel Kwan mm. like when he's working on a D&D &D adventure he will like there was one time I know of at least where he started sleep GMing his partner <laughs> like, <laughs> like he was like what are you going to do about the zombies and his partner's like what are you what are you gonna are do you dreaming? <laughs> wow daniel got yeah, really yeah. so that's wild <laughs> that's wild that's wild but yeah oh my gosh i got completely off track i was trying to say that the game i'm working on is never break the chain which is <laughs> a game inspired by fleetwood mac and all of the dramatic shenanigans mm. except this is a ray game so they are gods on the verge of death and so they only survive age from age because now they're rock stars right and mm. so the idea is like can you continue to survive you know on this fame feed off of it while trying to not destroy each other as a band and so this is inspired by Jay Dragon, who worked on Midnight Oil, which is a dark academia game that Jay is working on, which is inspired by Apocalypse Key. So there's this weird Ouroboros mm, yeah. of like inspiration, which is really, really super interesting. So yeah, it's an iteration of Apocalypse Keys of Midnight Oil of another game. So that's really, really <laughs> cool. <laughs> you got a lot of stuff you're working on you got a lot of cool things but it yeah, all sounds yeah it all sounds yeah. really cool oh i even forgot to mention twilight throne wow there's a lot uh, but twilight throne is the forge in the dark political intrigue game i'm working on uh of surreal magic and tragic intimacy that's the one i worked on the most last year mm. um with Apocalypse Keys, after I submitted the first draft before the playtest, and I and and Sean told me, okay, we'll come back to you in two weeks. Like, you know, Avery right. will work on on stuff. And I was like, okay, so in two weeks I put together this Forge in the Dark game because <laughs> I didn't know how to relax. <laughs> like, what else are you gonna do? And then, 
and I've just been playtesting that the whole year. So once again, Josh was dragged into into the playtest. Um, and I had like about three groups going. Uh, we are currently at fifty plus playtest sessions for that game. So damn, yeah, it's wild. It's wild because it's Forged in the Dark, and it's like, and I and yeah. I I shot myself in the foot because I built these instead of crew sheets, you have thrones, and I built in narrative arc that's supposed to have an end so i had to test right if the arc would work and the end would work and i was like why did i do this <laughs> oh no oh no <laughs> it seemed like such a good idea at the time i mean that is true with like forge in the dark games like they're an engine that like you got to get it going like it has to like it, it yeah. can be a little slow at first and then like once the, all exactly. the gears start moving it's a really yeah. cool machine but it takes and then you to have to there. see the machine bits yeah. right like and then you have to fine-tuned yeah that's exactly what i'm working on so gotcha. 50 plus sessions in and i'm still discovering new things that i need to wow. tweak and move around yeah but i love it i love it so much it's one of my uh it was another challenge to myself because political social intrigue is a little hard to pull off in ttrpgs in my experience mm -hmm. right i just haven't come across a game that's really nailed it so i'm trying to do a version of it that that that's really fun so yeah yeah neat that sounds so cool. Yeah, I promise those are just most of the projects. Everything else is just smaller stuff. So sure, sure. Whatever you say, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Very believable. <laughs> I promise, I promise. So <laughs> I mean it sounds cool. I mean, if you've got a bunch of cool projects like that, I understand that you're like bouncing around from one to the next. You're like, this is fun, but Oh my god, I forgot about this very fun thing that I'm working on. And also this very fun thing that I'm working on. Yeah, yeah. So my 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 problem is trying to not come up with a new game idea. Mm. Right. Like sometimes I'll be watching. I haven't watched Godzilla versus King Kong until now. Because every time I start watching it, I go like, this would be a game where there are phases. Good. Right. <laughs> right. Where you start out as the humans and then there's a phase where you get to play as the monsters fighting each other. Mm -hmm. Right. And then See what I mean? I've only made it 50 minutes in. That's as far as I got with God Godzilla versus King Kong. You had to stop me. yourself? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right. Very cool. You got to watch it at some point. You got to watch those monsters I fight know. each other. No. What needs to happen is someone needs to make that game so I don't have to make it anymore. Uh, That's what happens. Free you from right. that. And then you can. Yeah. Yeah. Because for a long that. time, I was like. But somebody will make it. You'll read it. You'll be like, yeah, that's good. But how would I do it? And then it'll happen. Uh, it'll... No, don't curse me. Don't curse me, Spencer. <laughs> no, because like uh, for a while, I could watch My Hero Academia because I was like, there's masks. Mm. I don't need to think about superhero teen game. But in the latest seasons, I've been like, mm, mm, there's this way that can't quite do this in masks so i stopped watching wow that's how bad it got damn wow <laughs> i got i i um masks is a void in my like ttrpg knowledge like oh, i've never even read cool. masks i've really uh, so obviously i've not played it as well and i know oh, yeah. blg brandon who was here earlier i don't know if if he's still listening, but he's a huge masks fan. Yeah, and yeah, like... yeah. Brandon has so many great um mask ideas and like talks about masks really well. Yeah. And isn't a lot of like actual plays. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I, I gotta I don't know, at some point I gotta read it. But like 
I'm yeah, just gonna be another I game that like I read and essential. then don't play. No, it's it's. I feel like so you know how Apocalypse World is like key PPTA right of that right. first wave, and then there's a few others like that that you know I think like masks is one that kicked off another huge wave, mm. right? And so a lot of like great ideas stemming from. Uh, where PPT is headed now came from masks because mm. things like conditions, influence, the moment of truth, like it was just, it's getting to a point where just because like indie gaming keeps pushing forward so much, right? right. It's getting to a point where like masks is like, like a, a little creaky in the joints. Maybe. Oh, wow. oh my gosh, please don't come for me. Mask people. Oh my gosh. I still love the game, but you know, you doomed, you doomed, you doomed us both. <laughs> this channel is doomed. <laughs> This bot is doomed. <laughs> we are doomed. But like, it's super interesting because one of the most fun things about masks is you feel like a volatile teenager because your labels, your stats mm. are moving constantly. So yeah, I think it's worth trying it out. I, I gotta, Spencer. I feel like I have like, to at least read it because I, I truly don't mm -hmm. think I, after you describing it, I obviously don't know anything about this game because <laughs> Because me being wildly ignorant about it, just assumed it was another Powered by the Apocalypse game. So I was like, okay, I understand how PBTA works, and but now you're telling me that it's got all these cool other fun like buttons yeah. and levers and stuff, and like has a whole yeah. has sparked like a new wave of like wave thinking about PBTA. Maybe, maybe that's yeah. gonna be the thing that gets me to go back and and look at it now. That sounds cool. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you can you can directly trace a lot of the newer stuff two masks right mm. so in the same way like i didn't play apocalypse road for a long time and then when i finally did i was like oh i can I see it. <laughs> where where all this stuff was coming from and like right yeah. and there's where i can i could see the vestige tale mm. in some current ppta games that started with apocalypse world which yeah. is really interesting yeah yeah so but but i tend to be like that i tend to i play so many games i I'm much better now. I only play about four games a week, but I was up to eight games a week at some point. So, <laughs> I'm jealous that you even get four a week. I th that is my that's my true void in my life is that I'm not playing games anymore, and I think that's why I just keep designing them because it's like this is the only way I'm scratching this itch for me right now. We used to in the before mm -hmm. times. When things were good. Yeah, every, I get that. I get that. Every Sunday, we had mm -hmm. um, what we called Dungeon Brunch. And we would get together <laughs> at my friend's house, who lives nearby. And we would, just a bunch of us who were around Chicago. And we'd all bring something for brunch. Uh, and we would play a different RPG. Or we'd do like a, mm -hmm. like a little mini arc of an RPG. So we yeah, were rotating through things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It right, was awesome. Right. I loved it. I was learning about a bunch of new games, playing a bunch of new games, and then, like, obviously that stopped. <laughs> uh, so I, I Yeah. I play a lot of online stuff, though. That's I started to get more games in when I played online. So yeah. especially from, like, The Gauntlet, like, it's a community mm. um, where I was, I was... I was signing up for too many games at first. Like it was, yeah, yeah. But so mainly the gauntlet at first, but nowadays I just have like different groups and I tend to have like similar-ish, the same group. And then we go through different 
games. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's hard to set that up. I understand. Yeah. So well, I yeah. I I um I am a uh, notoriously um, shy person most of the time. Most of the time, I'm extremely introverted. Uh, I don't mm -hmm. I don't like. I feel like it's a designer thing a lot of the time. Yeah. yeah. So like. <laughs> me doing this is very cool but also like mentally exhausting like after this i'm going to be like oh, uh, now i will not talk to anybody for the rest of the day and i will be good <laughs> um so like the idea of like trying to set up an online game with people that i don't know is yeah terrifying to me it's yeah, so terrifying yeah 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 yeah, mm -hmm. yeah I, I definitely yeah, my, my brain has been getting really bad with the Panini stuff. So like in the last year, I can only play with people I know and like and games that I'm semi familiar with. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. But but like, yeah, even, even with this show, like I've I I pitched it as like I want to talk to my friends, like people that I know or I've interacted with mm -hmm. in some way in the scene so that I like at least would come into this like with a like okay i'm familiar with you sort of thing and so many people reach out like i'm interested i'm like i will put you on the list but i don't like know you yet like i will eventually talk to you but i have to like work up the courage to like allow myself to do that and i'm like warming Aww, up by talking to yeah. people that i know uh, right unquote. right right yeah yeah i feel you i feel you yeah for sure i also want to point out in the chat so you're saying that people who like to design frameworks for structured conversation, <laughs> dot, dot. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. I really, it, it's the sign of the introvert. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I also tend to, so when I play my online games, I get super strict about like, it's only three hours mm. and we take a break at the top of every hour for 10 minutes. Cause if I don't have that regular break, my introvert is like, yeah. starts to and i i don't have that in face-to-face -face. like in face-to-face -face, even if you take a break we're still hanging out with people yeah still right seeing yeah versus like online i get to shut off the camera and then like uh for 10 minutes reset yeah yeah but i need to have like this very specific set of rituals to help mm. get through my introverted nature but but i feel you i feel you. it takes a lot of social energy well i've also just been like I've been reassessing sort of like what a session of a role-playing game, like what my ideal session of a role-playing mm. game looks like. And it is different mm. than when I started. Cause like when I started, mm. I mm -hmm. thought of it as it's gotta be like four hours. Cause like right. with the early APs that were hitting the internet, like besides critical role, like most of them were doing four right. hour sessions you take yeah. like a break on in the hour or like halfway mm -hmm. and i was like i guess that's how it's done and so uh that's how i did it and it was fun because it was with friends it was like grad school friends so i it was totally fine but like mm -hmm. nowadays the idea of doing a four-hour session even with my closest friends sounds like a nightmare no, no. <laughs> so like to me uh, uh, like an rpg session that's an hour long or like an hour yeah. and a half feels amazing. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for the games you make and the games you're right. Like I feel like a Lumen game you can fit really nicely. I was doing that. I was running trophy gold for like an hour, an hour and a half. Mm. And I experimented with that and it, it fit because like the game, the rules were so light. It was so easy to just be like, we're just going to do one area for an hour, hour and a half. And that's it. And right. we'll see each other again next week. Right. So. I think that, like, because I did try to do another 
I tried like two months ago to get another like online campaign going out with friends and like it was a Blades in the Dark campaign and mm. it was like it was they were these longer sessions because the players wanted to kind of like do the whole thing and like get the engine up and running and I was like I can't do it can we just can we figure out how to break Blades into like one hour segments because I, I just can't sit there for three yeah. hours and play Blades as much as I yeah. enjoy running and playing Blades. Um, right, right. So You know, what's helping with my Blades game is we do a lot of stuff on Discord. Mm. So we do the gather information and we do the setup on Discord and then we do the entanglements oh, that's a brilliant on Discord. Idea. That's yeah, so we idea. only do like the score when we meet each other and then we do the downtime like in another session. So it's only the score for, you can do the score for one hour and then yeah. you do the downtime session for an hour and then all the other stuff is on Discord. Like, I love that idea of like off, off, not like off offloading maybe isn't the right word, but like, yeah, like mm -hmm. moving some of that stuff to a digital space where like you could play out or move forward those elements of the, the story or mechanics through play by post sort of stuff where you're just in a group mm -hmm. chat talking in, in discord or something like that um i'm writing that down uh where's my <laughs> pen where, where's my pen because i think that right there is a golden piece of advice that i think might unlock this for me mm -hmm. for a lot of other things because like yeah, like even even my like you said, like Lumen games which run fast. Like I and like you said very early on, we design the games that we want to play. I design <laughs> games that I want to play fast right. games. Like <laughs> there is still the other like the not fighting stuff in Lumen that I do want to do. But like by the time I'm done with a Lumen session, I'm usually like, ah, I'm I'm done. I'd love to see what it looks like when we go back to the city to talk to people, but meh, I'm not going to do it right now. <laughs> and then I just usually mm -hmm, don't mm -hmm. do it. Um, but moving yeah. things to Discord. Ooh. Yeah. Especially what you're doing with factions, right? With Nova, it feels like it makes sense where you just keep going back and forth between these different spaces. Right. Uh, sorry, I just had to write this note down before it leaves my mind because it's <laughs> such a good... No, no, no. Take your time. Take your time. Um, <laughs> excellent. I finally found my favorite notebook. It had been missing forever, and I finally found <gasps> it as part of the move, so I'm so excited oh, about it. Perfect. It's got perfect. My, it's so good if it happens. My family is from Scotland, and this is our tartan. This is our colors. So oh, I was very excited. Beautiful, beautiful. It. Yeah. I love seeing everyone in the chat talking about the different ways they use yeah. Discord or cut up their games. I'm, I'm going to go back and screen cap this stuff. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> the, the chat is like full of wisdom right now and i have not been very good about reading it so i know that because like when you watch the vod on on twitch it replays the chat so i will like just go back and be like what was everybody talking about during this because uh <laughs> there's some good there's some good wisdom in there good stuff good stuff hell yeah um well i mean is there anything else that you wanted to like chat about or or that we didn't cover um Hmm. No, I had I had so much fun hanging out with you. It's been super, super great. I had so much fun. I was so excited about this. Um, you know, I I was all excited to do it last week, and then I was like, wait a minute, I I'm moving the day before. I should not do this. So I really appreciate. You. I'm glad you took a break. I'm glad you took a break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Moving is a huge thing. 
and I appreciate. Yeah. Oh, I will oh. say one more thing is like, please check out Vibe Check. <laughs> oh yeah, we're, we're definitely gonna do the, like... the plugs and promo <laughs> thing before we leave. I just wanted to make sure there wasn't like something you're like. I've been really wanting to talk about this, uh, and I wanted to just give that opportunity. Gosh, yeah. You know, I do wanna, I do wanna ask, mm. like. Uh, I'm super interested in because you were talking about season pass stuff, yeah. right? I was like wondering, it was like coming to me like the way that you're working on Slayer's Almanac, mm -hmm. right? Like, wouldn't it be cool if you had like a a season pass that was more than one creator working on stuff? That'd yeah. be like that would be the right? coolest thing like, in the world, right? Right? Like, I don't know. I just I know it shows not great at like we don't have like right. revenue sharing, and it would make it difficult but i was just like hmm, what does spencer think about i season pass i think that would be so freaking cool like to like for example i want to do season passes for nova and i want each one to kind of be roughly about mm -hmm. one of the enemy factions and i think mm -hmm. it would be super cool if i could reach out to like three other people and be like okay it's about this faction what do you want to like make for it do you want to make a yeah. spark inspired by it? Do you want to just write like a cool short story? And that is part yeah. of the season. Like, cool. And, and then it's like a collaborative. Then it's like an actual like magazine, right? It's like, here's your, here's the next Nova magazine. Here's the cool tech in it. Here's some like design thoughts. Here's a short story in it. Mm -hmm. um, but like you said, uh, revenue sharing on itch is a nightmare. Um, so the logistics <laughs> would be something that you'd have to solve. Like, I think like it would have to end up being, I don't know. I don't know if this is the right solution, but like certainly like paying everybody like a commissioned rate ahead of time, right. like pay, right. here's the thing. And then I don't know, like we just send out like monthly royalties, like through PayPal or whatever, like based off of like, okay, this many season passes sold. Like, I guess we'll, and then here's, here's your, your quarter of it if there's four of us uh i don't know mm -hmm, what the mm -hmm. best way of doing it is um yeah 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 for sure for sure yeah but i can't help but feel like because you have a tendency to make games that really just invite the community and really make it easy for people to like make games and things based off it or inspired by it so yeah it'd be super cool if I, I, yeah. I, you know, that's why I run the jams just to like put a, like to make a centralized mm -hmm. space for people who want to mm -hmm. make stuff. Um, but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. God, if I could do something that would make the collaboration easier, it would be amazing. Mm -hmm. Like for example, um, mm -hmm. I want to make Corvid Court Aviary, which is kind of like the Ooh. Slayer's Almanac, but it's not like a setting thing Ooh. only, but it's just an invitation mm -hmm. for like six authors to write anything they want for Corvid Court and then mm -hmm. figure out how to like distribute that. And like, how do you, how do I put that together besides the traditional method of raise a bunch mm -hmm. of money and just pay them a, a flat rate. And then I deal with distribution and everything like that after the fact. Yeah, like, right, right. It would be cool to find a, a way where you could get like this sort of season pass thing where you're like, all right, you're going to get six months worth of weird bird stuff coming your way. Uh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> and I would love to do it. Um, 
Oh, there's an idea. One decent way I found to handle revenue sharing is to split the game design book between you and your co-creators and do a co-op bundle of those book pieces. Yeah, that's a clever Ooh, way of doing it. That is smart. Yeah, have, yeah, that's definitely worth trying out. And then Diceco says, like, then you have a never-ending sale that splits the revenue. That's a clever idea. Mm. So you you basically say, mm -hmm. okay, mm -hmm. here's here's my part, and then here's three mm -hmm. other designers' parts. Mm -hmm, you want mm -hmm. the bundle, so you get the whole pass, and then everybody, I think, and yeah, that that's interesting. That's interesting. Ooh, yeah. Wanna... Thanks, chat. You're so smart. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? Exactly why we have to go back and look through this chat later on for its, <laughs> its wisdom. Um, right, right. I think that's definitely worth trying out. I, I like how we're all trying to figure out itch tools and right. hack them like itch funding being like well if we just like right put a sale with a goal then right? we can get like... our nice progress bar right <laughs> everybody is trying to hack hack itch to to be what we wanted to i mean we already hacked itch when we jumped on the platform in the first place because it wasn't true, true it wasn't true. for rpgs and we're like we're gonna be here now this is our <laughs> oh my gosh one of my favorite things was about three years ago i think there were conversations on people online people on itch.io making video games and they were like have you seen these ttrpg folks have you seen how much they charge for their pdfs you should charge more <laughs> right good you should be charging more right and i was like yes excellent please you know i mean i'm i'm, a, I'm still a proponent for like community copies and accessibility mm. and all those things but I'm I'm a firm believer of people charging. I'm still working on it myself. Yeah. Like I still I still feel a little shy raising my prices uh or or charging appropriately, but I think it's I just love seeing that conversation. It was going on for a few months. It right. was really, really funny. Well that also reminds <laughs> me of I believe it was for the RPG This Discord has ghosts in it, which Adam Bass and oh, Willie nice. Opes made, where somebody bought it and then I the infamous comment on the page is something along the oh, lines no. of like, no, there's no game here, only PDF. And it was like one of those things where like, clearly this person is used to itch just being for computer games. Right. And they're like, right. this right. isn't a game. Yeah, no game, only <laughs> PDF. Uh, I feel like this should be a tagline. Yeah. <laughs> it got adopted in the Brain Trust discord like it's because it had the, like the little itchio like red frog icon and like that oh became a symbol of like bad itchio comments so like anytime you experience something bad on itch it's you that little red frog is there just smiling and shouting at you and you're like god that damn frog <laughs> <laughs> i also want to point out what Bot and games is saying i forget all the time that there's video games on itch me too yeah like when i when i hit a video game i go oh what is this? How have I wandered into this space? I mean, I, lo I love a lot of the video games on, on itch, but, but yeah. I, so. <laughs> I completely forgot about it too. And then like months ago, sometime last year, I couldn't even possibly tell you when, but like on the front page, there was a thing that was somebody made a, like a sort of a old school legend of Zelda style game, but it was for bloodborne. Um, so you were like a bloodborne Whoa. hunter moving around. But, like, Whoa. also kind of cute because, like, things were yarn-based because it's yarnum, um, And I was like, what is this? And then I remembered, <laughs> oh, that's right. They put computer games on this site. How neat is this? <laughs> it's not just us TTRPGs trying to slay the bear right, of Grant exactly. Howard, right? Oh, so. that bear. Uh, 
anyway, that's a long-winded me way of saying uh, I think doing season passes with other people would be super cool. I in general think the season pass model is something that I think people could enjoy doing more often. Um, I yeah, because it feels way more sustainable too. It feels sustainable, and like for me, like one of the biggest pros is um, I feel constantly excited about the next piece that I'm making because I'm making it in pieces. So it's like, all right, this month I'm working on this part of it, and I can put all of me into putting this part. As opposed to like, if there's a grand project that I'm working on, I'm, yeah. I'm like, which part should I be working on? And this feels like a mm -hmm. lot that I'm doing, but instead it's like mm -hmm. I'm just doing this little thing. So I'm going to put all of me into this thing, and it's going to be fun and cool. And then I send it out, and then I go into the next little thing. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It works with my brain and how it how it can be motivated on things, and it works with my ability to like release things at a pace that works for me, as opposed to always mm -hmm, putting mm -hmm. together a whole ass thing every single time. Right, 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 right. So hopefully that helps answer your question. I don't know if it does, but that's those are my thoughts <laughs> on season passes. <laughs> Yeah, and I love I love the help we got the idea. That's mm. super awesome. I love that idea. So yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, that hack to share revenue. Let's see. Let's see. Do it. Hack. Let's continue <laughs> to hack itch to be the platform we want it to be. <laughs> we will. We will do it, gamers. Let's let's do it. Um. Well, Ray, this has been an absolute blast and a half. I had a great time. Um. Thank yeah, you so much for same, being same. here. Thank you so much for having me. Remind, super, super happy. Remind the fine folks at home where like they can find your stuff and all of that. I, I will try and grab links and post them as I can. Thank you. Thank you. You can find my stuff at temporalhiccup.itch.io. You can also find me on Twitter at temporalhiccup. And you can also find me on Patreon, patreon.com slash swordqueengames. That's where I put all of the stuff I'm working on. So everything that I've mentioned today. Uh, I also tend to share videos where I sit down and break down games. Like I have a commentary or sometimes I'll design stuff uh, with alongside patrons. So that's super cool. And yeah, and please check out VibeCheck. <laughs> <laughs> I will keep plugging VibeCheck as one of the number one fans of the game. You can find that at ostrichmonkeygames.itch.io. I'm really, really super proud of the layout, but it's also a really good game by Josh. It's an excellent game that you, Spencer and I got to play test. We did. So, that's how we got to great. meet, and that's how this all happened. Uh, <laughs> I'm throwing, yeah, I threw a vibe check in there. It is beautiful. Go buy it so that Josh will be like, wow, a lot of people like this game. Maybe. Yeah, I, I should print it. Print it. I don't yeah, know. Maybe that'd be nice. kind of a cool thing to do. Yeah, get those pins done. Those tokens are great. Yeah, you know. Excellent. We've <laughs> we've done our duty. We've bullied Josh. Uh, and now we can wrap up coffee break. <laughs> um, 100%. Thank you, Ray. Thank you, everybody in chat. This has been uh, a wonderful Thanks, time. Uh, <laughs> next week, speaking of Will Yopst, Will Yopst is going to be here. Uh, so Will, awesome. uh, who did... Uh, uh, this Discord has ghosts in it, and most recently, Torque. Uh, so yeah, dang excited so to talk cool. to Will about that. Um, so we will see you all next Sunday, same time. Have yourselves a wonderful rest of your morning, afternoon, evening. Ray, I know it's, like, real late for you. So Yeah, almost 1 a.m., but it was super worth it. Sick. So. Awesome. I will talk to you all later. Bye. Bye.